Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Mark chapter 12. Beginning now in verse 1, we read, He began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and put a hedge around it, dug a pit for the wine press, built a tower, rented it out to a farmer, and went into another country. Now it's hard to accept this parable as a parable at all, for its truth is so very deep and profound, and I think few stories in scripture paint a more vivid picture of this truth of the kingdom. While our Lord's words herein are primarily directed towards Israel for sure, none of us can escape its meaning and its impact. Because the world is indeed God's vineyard, a masterpiece creation that was, by design, purposed to produce a bounty of fruit. But Jesus did not stop there. He went further to assure our success in this fruit production. The preacher's outline in the Sermon Bible Commentary gives us this. One, God set a hedge around it, quote unquote, meaning this was a wall built around the vineyard to keep the animals away from the grapes. So this hedge, if you will, or wall, assured growth and fruitfulness and safety. Number two, God dug a wine press. So this was a, a trough or a vat in which the wine was pressed. The trough was sometimes dug in rock, sometimes built out of wood, and the trough stands for the equipment which God provides to get his work done. And number three, God built a tower. It was a a watchtower, actually, and it's used to guard and protect the vineyard from thieves. The tower stands for the assurance and security of God's care which he gives to his cultivators. In verse 2 going on, it says, When it was time, he sent a servant to the farmer to get from the farmer his share of the fruit of the vineyard. But they took him, and they beat him, and sent him away empty. So now when it came time for the farmer to collect part of the bountiful harvest that had been given to these men, they not only refused the owner of the vineyard, they actually turned against him. Sadly, I believe this scene is repeated daily as those who willingly accept the blessings of being a vine dresser often turn in droves against the very one who blessed them when he comes to collect the fruit of his blessings. It seems we are always quite willing to receive the benefits of being a Christian. But something happens when the day comes that God asks us to give something back. In fact, the spiritual fields are littered today with the bodies of those who fell away when the day came to share the bounty with the owner of the vineyard, and they refused. Verse 4 says again, he sent another servant to them, and they threw stones at him. 
wounded him in the head and sent him away shamefully treated. Again he sent another, and they killed him, and many others, beating some and killing some. It seems for thousands of years our Father and Creator has sent representatives to bring in his first fruits, and for thousands of years they have been wholly rebuffed, just as in this story. We must know that this bounty of harvest is more than just things or money or or even time, it is rather love, relationship, and communication, and all those other things. Of all the bounty that pours out of us, God just wants to share. We are so very rich as believers, yet how quickly we forget that fact. Verse six says, therefore still having one, his beloved son, he sent him last to them saying, they will respect my son. But those farmers said amongst themselves, this is the heir. Come, let's kill him and the inheritance will be ours. They took him, killed him and cast him out of the vineyard. Now at this point in the story, we can get rather incredulous. Okay, okay, okay. So I haven't given up everything that maybe I should have, but I wouldn't kill him. Yet we cannot forget that it was the same folks who cried, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, who just a few days later cried, crucify him, crucify him. Perhaps because they, like many of us, were disappointed when they discovered that following Christ was not a one-way relationship. Men wanted to possess the kingdom, the nation, the property, the power, the rule, the reign, the position, the esteem, the fame, the recognition, and the wealth. Whatever the possession is, men want the possession themselves. And they will deny, deceive, lie, cheat, steal, and even kill to get it. Verse nine of our text says, what therefore will the Lord of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the farmers and will give the vineyard to others. Haven't you even read this scripture? Quote, the stone which the builders rejected was made head of the corner. End quote. This was from the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. Now, what Jesus is asking here is what should be the proper response to this kind of rebellion? First of all, did the Lord of the vineyard refuse to complete his task and his calling? Oh no, he died even for all those who shouted for his death. He humbled himself for all those who cried for his humiliation. But that is not all of the story. He indeed completed his side of the deal. He died to redeem mankind. He paved the way for those who would desire to have fellowship with him. Yet for those who still, even now, refuse the owner of the vineyard, he simply gave them the fruit of their decision. Just like in every other aspect of life, there is a harvest that comes from whatever we decide concerning Jesus. We will indeed, quote, reap what we sow, end quote. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. 
For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.